Hi everyone, Josh here. This is the NOYC Godcast, a production of the Northern Ohio Youth Camp. Through various means, including a week of summer camp, youth conferences, sporting events, Christian content, and now a new podcast, the NOYC strives to give Christians a reason to continue on in Christ. The NOYC is far more than a youth camp. It's a joining together of like minds and unity of a desire and belief in God's word and his plan for each person's life. For more information regarding the ministry, as well as additional Christian content, please visit our website at www.thenoyc.com. No doubt this week, many of our families are going to sit down and we're going to open Christmas presents together. And hopefully a lot of you will take the time before doing so to sit down together and read the Christmas story about what Christmas is all about. And so let's just go ahead and get a head start and read from Matthew chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted, God with us. This is actually a quote from the book of Isaiah, found in chapter 7, verse 14, where we read, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. This is the point today, guys. Emmanuel, God with us. You know, it's interesting that the Bible only uses the word Emmanuel about three times in total, and yet the entire Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, is dripping. It's completely saturated with the idea of God with us. From Eden until Bethlehem, God desired and wanted so badly to be near to man and to spend time with us and to allow us to know who he is as God, and yet the veil The separation required for him to remain God would not allow him to be with us because of our sin. And from Genesis to Matthew chapter 1, the world is in peril. There's no hope. There's no peace on earth. There's no great news, no great joy, not even a pum. And for centuries, man lived in a world made by God and made for God, but lacking God. You know, it's so difficult for us to comprehend living in this period between Genesis and Matthew 1, living at a time when you have something inside of you telling you that there's something more to life, there's hope to be found, you were created by something or someone, and yet with no easy access or, or no way to that someone. Living at a time when all you know of God was a thick book of laws that you could never keep and the continual killing of animals as a result. Living at a time when God would strike with fireballs and floods and lightning for disobedience. Living at a time when the people still had the same sinful tendencies that we know today, still having the lusts and still having the desires that disobey God And yet without the mercy and without the grace of God that we enjoy today. Living at a time where you didn't have God's word to open and read on your own. A time when you couldn't just feel his presence near to you like we do today. You really didn't even have a church in the sense that we know it to go to and to grow closer to know who he was. It was was a life void of God, but knowing that you needed God. And at this conclusion... From Genesis to Matthew 1, there was no reason to celebrate. 
And then after thousands of years of darkness, and many generations with no hope, no peace, no joy, no good news, suddenly an angel appears, and this angel uses the word. This angel doesn't gather a big crowd, he doesn't assemble multitudes or prepare a set stage. Instead, this angel appears before a man named Joseph, and this angel proclaims a word that is so sweet. So significant, so sizable, that upon the utterance of this word, angels rejoice, shepherds travel, stars appear, kings assemble, riches are given. Upon the utterance of this word, the earth quakes, animals hush, and all of history is forever changed. It is upon the utterance of the word Emmanuel, God with us. After this word, nothing would be the same. Nothing could remain unchanged. After this word, pieces of the eternal puzzle were put into motion. Upon the emitting of Emmanuel, heaven's occupancy was changed. Because of Emmanuel, the life of a virgin named Mary and a just man named Joseph and every other human being that's ever lived, their lives would become forever altered because Emmanuel, God with us. Nothing. Nothing, nothing would ever be the same because God, the creator, the sustainer, the holy, 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 the eternal one, the omnipotent one, the perfect one, the I am that I am, God is with us. I can't stress this enough and get this thought across thoroughly, guys. God, the one who spoke and said, let there be and everything was God who gave grace to Noah and his family, God who invited Isaac into Sarah's womb, God who supplied for Jacob's family through the surmise of Joseph, God who plagued Egypt and parted the Red Sea, God who provided plenty for Israel as they wandered in the wilderness, God who conquered Canaan, God who brought down Jericho, the God who made the sun to stand still, God who verified victory through the acute army of Gideon. God who answered Hannah's prayer for a child. The God who delivered David from the demise of Goliath. God who filled the widow woman's oil and who raised the Shunammite's son. The God who healed Naaman's leprosy. Who hung Haman. Who delivered Daniel from the lion's den. God who was present in the fiery furnace. This God, this very same God, who was once so distant, once so far away, once so unknowable and so incomprehensible, this God, this same God now, was Emmanuel. He now was God with us. And nothing, nothing would ever be the same again, because Emmanuel God with us. From that moment on, no matter what mankind would come up against or face, no matter what evil arose, no matter what circumstances happened at that point in Matthew, Emmanuel, God was with us. When Herod ordered the murder of every newborn child, Emmanuel, God was with us. When, When Rome arose to power and persecuted people, Emmanuel, God God was with us when the disciples were on the boat and a mighty storm arose and they truly believed they were going to die. What they failed to recognize was that Emmanuel, God was with us. 
When the lame man set up the side of the pool for nearly 40 years waiting, he finally found healing because Emmanuel, God, was with us. When Lazarus had been dead for days and began to stink, Mary and Martha would come to learn that everything is going to be okay because Emmanuel, God is with us. When the woman was caught in the act of adultery and she deserved to be stoned for her sins, she found grace because Emmanuel, God with us. When the multitude became hungry but wanted to hear God speak, well, they were fed because Emmanuel, God was with us. When, when blind Bartimaeus lived in darkness but then one day he found sight, well, it was because Emmanuel, God with us. When the demon-possessed people were freed and their captures were suicidal swine, all of a sudden, they realized, Emmanuel, God with us. When man was doomed and destined for the just penalty of death as a wage of sin, when man deserved to die for the crimes which they had committed against God, when death should have had a sting, when the grave should have had a victory, we escaped it all unscathed only because Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. It changes everything. And you know, from Matthew 1 on, no longer must man wonder who God is. No longer must man try his best with no success to be near to God. No longer would man ever be distant from God again because Emmanuel, God with us. It is because of Emmanuel, God with us, that our burdens can be made light. It's because of Emmanuel, God with us, that we can walk in victory and see and do the impossible if we ask in his name. It's because of Emmanuel, God with us, that we now have his holy word to read of, his presence to feel, his body to be a part of. Emmanuel, God with us, changes everything. And as amazing as that is, believe it or not, there's actually something that's even more life-changing that will, trust me, blow your mind. Consider what Jesus says in John chapter 14, verses 18 through 20. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Ye see me, because I live. Ye shall live also. Ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. As absolutely beautiful and wonderful as a message can be found in Emmanuel, God is with us, we now have something even greater. In Matthew chapter 1, Emmanuel meant that God had stepped down from heaven and put on flesh and dwelt on earth among men. And how glorious of a message Emmanuel was. Because of Emmanuel, the whole earth rejoiced and angels proclaimed the glory in the highest. Yet, because of the work that Jesus did on the cross, Because Emmanuel proclaimed it is finished, we have an even greater and even more remarkable and even more terrific truth in our lives. We have the pleasure and the opportunity to experience not only Emmanuel God with us, but now we can experience Emmanuel God within us. Do we really comprehend how monumental this is? We literally house God. The same God that we described earlier. The God who so many have desired to know and to commune with. We now live Emmanuel. We now live God within us. So many people are pouting and problem shooting 2020. But have you stopped to recognize that God is going through 2022? He's lived here forever. And he's also in the future forever. And he's also in the past forever. 
During one of the most difficult years of our lives, God is within us. When you lose your job and you aren't sure how you're going to feed your family, rest assured because Emmanuel, God is within us. When you lose a loved one and you can't bear the grief, and all you need to do is take heart because Emmanuel, God is within us. When the country goes down the tube and evil prevails, place your mind on the fact that Emmanuel, God, is within us. When people in the church let you down, when the ones you love fail you, when your friends are few and far between, fixate your mind on Emmanuel, God with us. We are never alone. We are never abandoned. We are never lacking that which we need because God is not a God sitting up on his throne in a distant and dour as a deity. He's not veiled and unknowable, waiting to let lightning rip upon us. Now, he is Emmanuel, God within us. The same God of the Old Testament, the same God of the impossible, the same God of promises and power and provision, Emmanuel, God within us. Even though God was only with them here on earth for a short amount of time in flesh, the good news of great joy that the angels proclaimed was still Emmanuel, God with us, as heaven and earth cried out his glory. And what a reason to rejoice. What a cause for celebration that God, the creator, was finally with mankind who he loved. There's no better news, no greater joy. Yet whatever cause for celebration there was, we now have an even more jubilant joy. What peace is provided because not only is God with us, but forever, for always, eternally, Emmanuel, God within us. This is the excitement of Emmanuel. Today's considerable quote comes from Charles Spurgeon, and he writes, Emmanuel, God with us in our nature, in our sorrow, in our life work, in our punishment, in our grave, and now with us, or rather we with him in resurrection, ascension, triumph, and second advent splendor. Also, our featured content today is a pretty cool video from the Skit Guys that reminds us that all of the Bible points to one thing and one thing only, and his name is Jesus. Make sure to check out that video and the link found in the description of this podcast. I know you'll enjoy it. Well, we encourage you to head over to our website where you can find the NYC blog and much more featured content. Uh, also, do us a favor and share this podcast with someone so that others may be blessed as well. And friend, thanks so much for joining us today. Merry Christmas to everyone from the NYC. Until next time, continue on in Christ.